0: Welcome back to the podcast. So before we get into it, I want to let you know that I'm going to be opening the doors to my nutrition and mindset coaching program again in May. So if you are someone who has health and fitness goals, but struggles to stay consistent, you get overwhelmed or confused about what exactly to do to reach your goals, or you want to figure out how to make reaching your goal or living a healthier lifestyle more sustainable for you, then I highly suggest checking out this program. It's 16 weeks of coaching where I'll take you through getting clarity around your goals, helping you create a plan specific to those goals, and then helping you gain the skills and the tools to help you actually follow through and achieve your desired results. So, this is a great program for those who want support, guidance, and accountability at a lower cost than working one on one with a coach those who want to learn accurate evidence-based information since we all know there is a plethora of misinformation out there, or those who want to learn how to leverage mindset and behavior tools that will not only help you follow through with your goals, but quite honestly benefits you for life. So if you are interested, you can head to the link in the show notes or you can go to briannafrenchcoaching.com if you want more information or to get on the wait list. Hello friends and welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to talk about building a life that you love because this is a concept that is really important to me. It's honestly so much of why I do what I do because I really truly believe life is just not meant to be hated and you are definitely not meant to spend your life hating yourself. You know, we are only here for however long and none of us really know how long we'll end up being here. But I I really believe in trying to make the most of it and having the best time possible within the time that we are going to be here. And I definitely do not mean this in like a super bubbly, superficial, positive vibes only, like love life type of way. But truly, at the end of the day, do you like your life? do you like you? It's okay if the answer is no, but recognize that you can change that. And, you know, if you're listening to this and and you're like, well, maybe she just doesn't understand, she maybe doesn't understand what I'm going through or how I feel or why I don't like my life or why I don't like myself. I will never truly understand you or, you know, fully understand you and your specific circumstances Because I am not you, but I have not always loved life or myself. You know, there were points where I honestly didn't see the point in life. I just didn't get it. I was just kind of like, this is a drag. Why am I here? There were times where I, you know, I experienced joy and was having fun and I had people in my life I loved. Sure. But at the end of the day, I didn't like myself. I was not truly enjoying life. And there were times where I've had a pretty negative outlook on life. I remember at one point calling my dad and just being like, hey, dog, like, I honestly don't understand. Like, do you get up and want to live life? Like, is that something people experience? Because I'm not. And it it baffles me to even fathom people genuinely enjoying life or just simply not understanding what it was about life that people got up and like wanted to go live it. There was a point where really the only things that sounded appealing for me to like go live life was the really big stuff like finding a life partner or traveling the world and doing big adventurous things and that was kind of it. Everything outside of that just felt and sounded so mundane and boring and just so bled. It was super depressing and uh, I mean let's be honest, I was probably depressed. And there were, of course, ebbs and flows, but there was that underlying, like, probably depression there for, or depressed outlook, I guess, for a long time, a long time. And, and again, you know, I functioned super well. I had friends. I did fun things. I definitely experienced joy and fun and love and whatever. But with all that, that was, that was still how I felt underneath it all. And I won't sit here and tell you that now everything is all rainbows and butterflies. It's not. I still have emotions. Things don't always work out the way I want them to. Life still presents struggles. But that being said, my outlook on life and the way I feel about my life in a day-to-day has changed dramatically. You know, I am genuinely excited to live life now, which is when I reflect back, it's just like, wow, I've, I'm basically a completely different person on the inside. You know, I am, I get so excited and happy over the smallest things. There are times when I wake up so happy and excited to take on the day, like in the the cartoons, Wake up just wanting to like sing and dance and just like so genuinely excited to experience that day. And it, it really truly is like, what? <laughs> this is real? Like I, I thought this only happened in cartoons. And then outside of that, I have really come to love myself. And that doesn't mean I love everything about my appearance or that I absolutely love all of the traits I have. But I've made peace with the things that, you know, maybe aren't necessarily my favorite. And I still choose to love myself for who I am, for what I look like, for all the different traits I have. And I've really developed a good relationship with myself. It's a work in progress and probably forever will be, but I really have so much love for myself now. Whereas in the past, maybe, you know, to an extent, I think we all... We all like ourselves to some extent because our ego gets protective. But My relationship with myself wasn't always super great. There were plenty of times where I was just like, I don't understand why I'm like this. I hate that I'm like this. You know, not liking the way you look. I mean, come on. (laughs) I think we've all experienced that. So all of that to say, I think if you choose that you want to become someone who loves your life, become someone who has a good relationship with themselves. You choose that you want to love yourself. I believe anyone who feels that way and can make those choices for themselves can make that big transition. If I could, I really believe anyone who's willing to put in some effort and willing to make some changes definitely can too. So how does one build a life that they love? As a disclaimer here, this is all personal thoughts. This is not science-backed, but I really believe that so much of the foundation of building a life that you actually love is living far more intentionally than many of us do, and I really believe that personal development can do wonders for people, wonders for the soul. And I'll say, you know, working on mindsets and beliefs are a massive part of what I'd throw into that personal development category. I mean, that right there can just change so much of your own outlook on life. Which is going to completely change how you feel in your own life or toward yourself. You know, changing my own mindsets and beliefs, perspectives, what have you. That's made more of a difference for me in my life than anything else, which is probably why that's what I love helping people with. I really think that learning about the brain and how thoughts work and neuroplasticity is one of the most empowering things. You know, once you start paying more attention to your thoughts and being able to challenge them and pick ones that serve you better, I swear your life changes, right? Learning that and realizing that your thoughts are not truth, they're not inherent fact, realizing that you can start to shift your thoughts, rewire your brain, and work on having thoughts, perspectives, and beliefs that serve you in a better way. And and again, that all affects so many different aspects of your life because it's going to affect how you respond to things, the way you feel about things, how you automatically show up, and just realizing that you can change. I think that's huge for people. You know, we fall into these, the, these beliefs that we are just who we are, you know, or we are certain ways, and that's just the card that we were dealt in life. And realizing that you can create a change for yourself. I just really personally find that really empowering. And like I said, it's made a huge difference for me. So maybe that's why I feel that way. But based on what I've seen with other people, it's not just me. And that really feeds into really living life more intentionally. I think this is the biggest thing that we could all be working on. And I don't I don't want to, you know what, I don't love that I said working on because of the connotation that that provides. Oh, it's just another thing that we need to like do and work on. And I don't think that that's a very beneficial way to view that, you know, with anything that benefits us. It's like we can choose to do that because we want that for ourselves, not because we have to not because it's ugh another thing to put on the to do list. Like if that's the way we're viewing it, that's not great. It's not going to make us want to do it either. But I mean, really, like, I don't know. I don't want to get 5, 10, 20, 30 years down the road and just be like, wow, I kind of just let life pass me by. I just kind of stayed in this reactionary state. And next thing you know, here I am. Kind of wish I had done this, this, and this. I wish I had tried harder with my life, been more intentional. I definitely do not want that. And I think we can all experience more joy and even maybe a sense of freedom in our lives. Definitely more health if we live our lives more intentionally, which does take effort in today's world. We have distractions right at our disposal 24-7 and they're specifically made to be distractions. So it's really easy to get caught up in not only just with our the amount of things that we quote unquote have to do on a day-to-day basis now, but also we've got so many different things pulling for our attention. All the social media apps, really any kind of entertainment. So it's, it's really easy to just get caught up in that. But I really believe in getting out of that cycle and seeing how that really just completely changes how you feel and how you show up on a day-to-day basis. So when you think about building a life that you love, that means making it something that you enjoy. Obviously, we can't create a life that's devoid of responsibility or stressors. That's just a part of life. But we can very intentionally bring way more joy into our lives than a lot of us, what we're doing on a day-to-day basis right now. And if your brain is saying, no, I can't, I'm too busy, I have too many responsibilities, I have too much going on. I can't change anything about my day. I highly suggest you challenge those thoughts. There's always something that we can be doing, right? And a lot of times we feel like we can't make changes when in reality we, we actually can. But I think it's really important to find what brings you joy, right? And this is probably going to mean getting out of your comfort zone, trying new things, and letting yourself be really honest with yourself. When you go and do things, is it something you really enjoy? You know, when you, the things that you're you're used to going and doing for quote unquote fun, do you genuinely find that fun? Like to your core, is that really fun for you? You know, if it's the way that your friend group socializes, doesn't mean you have to stop doing it. If you realize that it's not actually your version of fun, it's not what truly lights you up, you know, still so go do it. You know, hanging out with your friends is still really important. But that means also making time for what is really fun for you. And that can be going out and trying new hobbies, trying different kinds of activities, signing up for different classes. That can also be finding things to do at home that you really enjoy. Maybe you haven't touched books in a while and you find out you actually really love reading books or certain genre. Maybe you come across a certain subject that you realize you just love reading or researching or watching documentaries about. Maybe you love drawing or painting and then whenever you find what you really enjoy, what is truly fun for you, make sure to put that in your life, you know, at least a small sliver of something that's fun for you in your day-to-day life and then doing something on a weekly basis that you can maybe make a little bit more time for because this is something, even just from a health perspective, this is something that we need to prioritize, And it's so easy to come up with all sorts of reasons why that needs to be what's put on the back burner. But it's not because filling up our own cup is what's going to help us show up better in every other aspect of our lives, right? Having fun and enjoying your life does wonders for your own health. It's great for your relationships you'll probably do better in your job. You know, and bouncing off of that, make sure we're making time for recharge time. And same thing, I know, I do too. I know people are going to hear that and be like, yeah, no, I know, I know. But then there's also gonna be those thoughts that are like, oh, but I need to do this, 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 and this. And that gets, the recharge time gets put on the lower end on the priority list and what gets left off of doing gets forgotten about. So I really challenge you and me to look at your calendar, think about your schedule, whatever it is, and find how you can fit in dedicated recharge time every single week. Bonus points if you can do it every single day. And I mean, I'm talking like true recharge, which probably does not mean scrolling social media. I'm not saying don't scroll social media. It can give you laughs and giggles and entertainment but let's also think about outside of that, something that's not so overstimulating in the way that scrolling social media is. And and this is, this is probably what's going to be the most different for everybody. What recharges one person is not going to recharge the other at all. We're very, very unique. So for one person, laying in the bathtub for an hour with binaural beats might be what recharges them, whereas the next person... Playing rounds of volleyball outside, maybe it recharges them. And I think a big part of building the life that you love is being very intentional about making sure you connect and make time for the people you enjoy having relationships with. Because, same thing, connecting with those people easily gets put on the back burner, but it really does so much for us. Some of the studies coming out about community and human connection are really so so interesting and fascinating on how important that is for our health. So what can you do to make sure you're having quality time with the people that you love having in your life? Maybe this is scheduling phone calls, having weekly lunch dates, having a group get together every month, you know, reaching out to people that you don't talk to on a daily basis. Most people I know say that they're the ones that are really bad at being the one to reach out. And so if we're all like that, the odds of us getting together and and making those connection points aren't super high. So some of us have to be able to take that initiative and be the ones who reach out. And then there's the relationship that we have with ourselves. Okay, you cannot build a life that you love without creating a good relationship with yourself. I really believe that because how can you genuinely enjoy your life if you don't have a good relationship with yourself and I think there's a lot that can go into that and I am by no means an expert on how to cultivate a good relationship with yourself but I do really believe that it's not something you can just want and it happens you do have to be very intentional about it you know depending on where your relationship with yourself is at currently you may need to choose to talk to yourself differently you may need to choose to focus on focus on what you do like about yourself instead of always being focused on what you don't. You can change your beliefs about yourself. And maybe there's specific things that you end up doing to help this process. Spending time alone is probably necessary. <laughs> you also have to really get to know yourself. And, and I think there's different aspects to that. So you've got like getting to know yourself, in a way of like being by yourself and essentially becoming friends with yourself. But then there's also the aspect of just understanding yourself a whole lot better and using that to leverage knowing how you may respond or react to things, knowing what you really like, knowing how to set yourself up for success. And there's definitely specific things that you can do to help with this. I know when I was starting to go down the self-help rabbit hole and just really wanted to work on becoming a better version of myself, which has led into all the things that I'm into now. And I mean, that was years ago, but I remember basically coming out of a breakup. I was just really had this really strong feeling of, I don't love how I know my relationship with myself impacted my relationship it's I do not at all believe it's why we broke up but it definitely I can see where it had negative impacts on it and and this was in lockdown too so I had plenty of time to sit there and think about these things but at the time I just really wanted to be for a lack of better words a better version of myself that's just what kept coming up for me and somehow stumbled across this podcast that talked about all sorts of things, but there was one episode on your relationship with yourself and I don't remember much about it now, but I remember, but I remember the host was like, grab a sheet of paper and write out 20 things that you love about yourself, which when you're in the hole of like not feeling great about yourself can be quite difficult, but you start doing that every day and I think it's it's really not about finding how many things you like about yourself, but what it really does is it shifts your focus towards things that you love about yourself. And I think that that can help create some momentum of creating that better relationship with yourself. Because at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is loving yourself even with all the things that could be considered flaws. You know, still loving those aspects of yourself as well, even if it's not your favorite parts of yourself. Just loving that that is part of your uniqueness and who you are. And so I'm sure that there are a bunch of different exercises that you can do, activities, whatever you want to call them, like that. But I know that that's one that I did at one point. And so I do have that suggestion. Just trying it out. It it may feel really weird at first, but if it feels really corny, cheesy, whatever, realize that that's coming from a place of judgment and judging ourselves while it's, it's going to happen, but it's something that we want to learn and work towards moving away from. Building a life that you love also includes taking care of yourself because if you are not in good health, if you feel like a dumpster fire, if you have no energy, how are you going to love your life? How much we do or don't take care of ourselves impacts so many different things, including just how your brain functions. Right? And so it's it's not going to look perfect and that's okay, but I know that every single one of us there's something that we could be doing to take better care of ourselves. Notice where excuses are just excuses. Was there something about our nutrition that we can change? Can we prioritize going to bed earlier? Can we find ways to drink more water? Can we go on daily walks? Can we get more sunlight? Can we breathe deeper? These are really the things that need to become priorities if we want to feel really good. And then, you know, on the personal development side of things, you know, learn how to own your fault. Be able to take more responsibility for yourself and your life. Practice not taking things personally. You know, one of my favorite quotes is what someone else thinks of you is none of your business. And not taking things personally, I do think for most of us, is something that we have to practice. And in some scenarios, it's really easy and in others, it's not cultivate more self-compassion, work on that skill, work on cultivating more of a growth-based mindset. All of those things are going to have major impacts on your life, how you feel on a day-to-day basis, the way you see things, and just in general, how you feel about life. And really, truly, honestly, I think we all just need to chill out. I really personally, this is personal, personal thoughts over here. I think our nervous systems are so out of whack because of the way our world works right now. And I think it's causing a lot of other things to be out of whack, you know, affecting all the different systems in our body. So let's really find ways to remind ourselves to not take things so seriously. Let's really try to focus on fun and enjoy and excitement. Let's work on calming our nervous systems. I think we'd all feel completely different if we really worked on Deep breathing every single day. I know I just rambled on quite a bit, so let's talk about some tangible steps that can help you build the life that you love. I want you to do two things. One, I want you to create a vision of what your best life looks like. And that can include all sorts of things. That can be how you feel on a day-to-day basis, what your relationships look like, what your job looks like what your life feels like, what you get to do, the more descriptive as possible about both internally and externally. So don't forget about how you're feeling yourself as well as how you're showing up in the world. So do that and have that vision for yourself and be really honest and be okay with surprising yourself, but just get an idea of of what that even looks like, what sounds really good to you. And then I want you to pick two or three things that you're gonna start prioritizing now or doing differently than you've been. So, for example, that could be every single day I'm going to do one thing that I think is really fun or that brings me joy. That could be going to the dog park. That could be enjoying your favorite TV show. It doesn't have to be like, you know, the funnest of fun things, but things that are fun to you that bring you joy, but making sure to pick something out every single day and do it. And maybe the second thing could be setting up a lunch date with someone, you know, one friend each week so that you have an intentional time every single week that you're getting to connect with one of your friends, you know, or it can be being really intentional about changing something about your nutrition. If you look at what you listed up and what you wrote down and thought about for how you want to feel, the kind of person you want to be, what you want your life to look like, what are... Specific tangible things that you can start doing that are going to lead to that result, and then hold yourself accountable to actually doing them. Make a specific plan. Look, having intentions is great. We can have all the intentions to do all sorts of things. Having the intention to do something does not lead to us doing it, though. So we need to have a specific action plan, and we need to hold ourselves accountable to actually following through with that thing. And if it feels Really, not doable, then it's probably too big. We need to make it smaller. Oftentimes, when people want to do something, it's always like the biggest version of that thing. Like, no, let's, let's, what are all the steps to getting there? Let's make this way smaller. You know, eating healthier, completely changing all my eating habits, that's super extreme. Adding a fruit to breakfast or a vegetable to dinner that's probably much more doable. And even better is if you can find a way to track and make sure you're actually following through with this. You can set up a habit tracker, you can put it in your calendar, you know, whatever works for you. And I would love to hear how it goes. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have a fabulous day and I will see you in the next episode.